Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Down here, up there, welcome. Welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Uh... That comedian, famous from Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> Evidently. Not aware, I was not aware of that. It's a long story. I'd like to start off tonight with a special shout-out to my viewers in Hawaii. Aloha. The hello one. As we speak, Mauna Loa, the world's largest active volcano, is erupting. This is Mauna Loa's first eruption in nearly 40 years, and it's all going down on Hawaii's big island, named for the ancient Polynesian navigator, Big Guy. (laughs) No one could remember his name. No one has been hurt, but the eruption did prompt an ash fall advisory. So the same thing you dealt with at Thanksgiving with your chain-smoking aunt. (laughs) You know, when I was a nurse, we were allowed to smoke in the ICU. If a patient started coughing, that's when they knew they were coming out of the coma. (coughs) (coughs) Thankfully, local communities aren't in any danger because lava flows are contained in the summit area for now. To keep it that way, we must appease the volcano gods with an untouched virgin. (laughs) Nate Silver, Hawaii awaits you. (laughs) Speaking of disasters threatening to destroy everything... We've got an update about former President Baldemort. <laughs> Last week, we learned the former president had dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Kanye West. Now, we know the dinner also included Holocaust denier Nick Fuentes. I can't imagine having dinner with someone so disgusting, and you have no idea which of those three guys I'm talking about. <laughs> now... Getting there. Start the car. (laughs) Now, just in case Holocaust denier doesn't get the point across, Fuentes is not a good guy. He has spread anti-Semitic conspiracies, is considered a white supremacist by the Anti-Defamation League, attended the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville in 2017, and the Stop the Steal rally on January 6th. That is the alt-right EGOT. (laughs) As in, EGOT zero hugs as a child. Now, this dinner, this dinner was a multi-course tasting menu of crazy, but we don't know exactly what happened because it's become a real he said, yay said. For instance, (laughs) Kanye plans to run for president again. And after the meal, he claimed, I think the thing that the ex-president was most perturbed about, me asking him to be my vice president. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yahamaha? You asked him to be your vice president? How would that even work? Can you send a mob to hang yourself? 
find my neck. Find my neck. <laughs> Apparently, Kanye's suggestion was not taken well. He says, the ex-president started basically screaming at me at the table, telling me I was going to lose. That's just how Mar-a-Lago celebrates guest birthdays. <laughs> I hear someone's turning five. You know what that means. The former leader of the free world is here to scream about ballot dumps. <laughs> so that's Ye's story. But the former president apparently attended an entirely different, completely insane dinner. Because afterwards, he posted, we got along great. And Kanye expressed no anti-Semitism. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not sure that helps. I had a lovely dinner with Jeffrey Dahmer. We got along great. Left with all my organs. <laughs> all fixed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's not even the Holocaust denier part. When news got out about this uh, Nick Fuentes guy and the ex-president started getting a lot of criticism, he put out a statement saying, our dinner meeting was intended to be Kanye and me only, but he arrived with a guest whom I had never met and knew nothing about. Okay, I'm not sure I was only scheduled to have dinner with one famous anti-Semite is the defense he thinks it is. That's like a husband saying, sweetheart, it's all a big misunderstanding. I was only supposed to be sharing that hotel room with my yoga teacher. She brought your sister. <laughs> now, I didn't... Also, as somebody who's had the privilege of meeting with former presidents, they know who's coming to dinner. You don't get to just drag along some rando. There's extensive background checks. I'm pretty sure Barack Obama's team has a Blu-ray of my colonoscopy. <laughs> with director's commentary. <laughs> this is beautiful. <sighs> Turning to foot stuff, the World Cup keeps on a cuppin'. On Friday, the U.S. national team faced off as big underdogs against soccer powerhouse England, and we kicked their spotted dicks, decisively defeating them zero to zero. Oh, hell yeah! Boom! Take that! Mm, mm, mm. We don't even care about soccer, and we tied England at their own stupid gate. This would be like the Brits coming over here and tying us at heart disease. Thanks to what's being called the tie heard around the world, the U.S. team is still alive and will move on to the next round if they win tomorrow against Iran. But there's trouble in them our feet because going into the match, Iran is calling for the U.S. to be kicked out of the World Cup. Yes, kicked out or headed out as long as no one uses their hands. <laughs> this, is all, this is all political because the Iran, Iranian regime is currently facing unprecedented levels of protest and to show support for the protesters, the U.S. Soccer Federation displayed Iran's national flag on social media without the emblem of the Islamic Republic. Oh, that is some shade. Take a look at this graphic. Here is Iran's flag. Here is the one the U.S. soccer posted, which looks like the Italian flag fell on its side after too much Chianti. <laughs> Once Iran saw that flag, they complained to FIFA's ethics committee. FIFA has an ethics committee? <laughs> really? Huh. <laughs> Might as well file a public decency complaint with your local subway masturbator. <laughs> I like to file a... Okay, can you just pause for a second? No? 
Don't make eye contact with me. I understand. I'm gonna go get a raincoat. <laughs> Back stateside, early voting kicked off this weekend in the Georgia Senate runoff election, and the candidates have been busy making their closing arguments. And Walker made a slight flub uh, during his. See if you can catch it. First of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. That's unfortunate, but accurate. <laughs> Herschel Walker has certainly given many people access to his erection. <laughs> Obviously, Walker just misspoke, but it's an easy mistake, uh, given that he was standing between two dicks. <laughs> There's... Good family joke. There's a <laughs> hot new Walker scandal for voters to consider as they head to the polls now. Turns out, even though he's running for a Georgia Senate seat, Herschel Walker claims his Texas home as his primary residence. All right. Yes, I know, that sounds bad. But before anybody judges him, keep in mind, there's a good chance Walker thinks Texas is in Georgia. <laughs> it's all explained in his new show, Walker, Texas Stranger. <laughs> Lasso that peach! Ah! Karate chop horses and stuff. <laughs> this past Thursday was Thanksgiving. Everyone have a good holiday? Yes. That's lovely. That's nice. I love them. I'm glad you did. Mine was ruined because the headliner of this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was the Queen of Christmas herself, Mariah Carey. And when it came time for her to sing her holiday classic, All I Want for Christmas, she used a teleprompter. <laughs> Even worse, so did Santa. Ho, ho, line! <laughs> Mariah's team offered an explanation, saying that the teleprompter was used to give the audience the opportunity to sing along. <laughs> Counterpoint, they don't need it. <laughs> At this point, none of us need it. I don't even want to know the lyrics, and I know all the lyrics. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. There. It's that simple. Beautiful voices. Beautiful. That's really nice. I didn't even need a teleprompter. <laughs> See? <laughs> We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Don Lemon. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, 
interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. My first guest tonight is an author and a journalist who has been on TV for over 30 years. He now co-anchors CNN's new morning show, CNN This Morning. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Don Lemon. It's so weird. Like, hi, Stephen. How are you? I'm Happy doing fine. I'll ask the questions. I know, but it's so weird not having an earpiece in. Like, you know? Oh, that's right. That's right. Because weird. when you're on camera, yeah. normally there's somebody in there going, why don't you ask him this? Or cut to commercial yeah. or something like that. Oh, shut up. Like, you're telling me now. Let you right. ask the question. No, no, no. Not at all. Did you, do you, you like that? Because I'm, I'm deaf in one ear. And I never like to have anything in this ear because then I can't hear the guests. I like it. I like being able to rely on someone to be my second brain. Or, you know, some people, first brain. Sure. Because they can tell you. Yeah, you exactly. Know, tell you stuff. Um, uh, did you have a nice Thanksgiving? I had a great Thanksgiving. Did, did. did you, do you cook? Do you do all that good stuff? I do cook, but I didn't this time. Okay. I was just a, Where'd you go? I went to my uh, in-laws, soon-to-be in-laws. Okay. In Long Island. All right. On Long Island, excuse me. You got to say it right, people. Whatever. Right, Whatever. Long Island. I don't Suffolk know. County here, all sure. right. All right. Mm-hmm. That got a rousing applause. Sure. So, <laughs> and so I hung out with the uh, soon-to-be in-laws, and we, uh, you know, did a little gingerbread making. <laughs> we, we... You just so you straight to Christmas. Your Thanksgiving really. Well, is just we had Christmas. Thanksgiving, and then one day later, my fiance's sister-in-law flipped the house, and we went back on Saturday. Flipped the house. What does that from mean? Thanksgiving? All Thanksgiving decoration. And then like we, turkeys and turkeys and you know what? T- turkeys corn and, yeah cornucopias displaced and all, you know, Indians yeah. what what are we yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what I mean it's a dark story if you think about it what a Thanksgiving so, yes all right so and then all, everybody then Christmas dressed like pilgrims okay. and then uh, from from Thursday to Saturday Saturday was all Christmas decorations okay it, it, like two Christmas trees all right and, so is that what this is because yeah, I got these what two what looks fairly identical photographs to me. <laughs> What if, is one of these I'm supposed to show first? Which? Well, this one, this one is mine. So, was this a contest? That was a contest, but there was like seven of them. Okay. You pick the two that well, one is mine and one is the winner. This is this that's is mine. you. I mean, that's pretty good, don't well, you? We gave think? you gave away the the story that you did Look not at- win. <laughs> that's you. That's me. What's the, what's happened on the front right here? Uh, I, that are is those bricks. What are those? Those are white chocolate bars that um, Caroline, who okay. is. 10 years old, put on, and so... Oh, those are Kit Kats. Those are those white are, chocolate yeah, Kit, Kit Kats. Kat. So this is... you. That's you, me. you. You did this. I did Fine that. effort. I did. And then this is the winner. That's so the winner. Let's see. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, you see? You see? I think you blew I was it. Who, who in their right mind votes for white chocolate? <laughs> you like white chocolate? Yeah, I like white chocolate. I like black chocolate, too. All right, well. So... One of them is dark, actually chocolate. Dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is actually talking. So you, so you lost, and I'm, I'm so sorry. So I'm I lost. so sorry. But it was a great Thanksgiving. Oh, my It was cool. great to spend time with family, as you know, and just be, like, it was a warm family Thanksgiving cozy. And I loved it. It was great. I'm very happy for you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, uh, the big story for you right now is the new gig. Yeah. CNN This Morning. Yes. CTM, as we call it. CNN This Morning. You host with Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins. Yes. There, I, got, I got the gang you right here. You got a lot of pictures, Stephen. Well, you know, it's a visual medium. There you go. There you are with your, your co-hosts. Um, how do you? I feel like I feel I like, like the turtleneck. Thank the you. turtleneck is very Christmassy it's too. A, like, it's very Andy Williams Christmas special. 
Now, <laughs> how do you want people to feel in the morning? Because a lot of these shows, I mean, obviously you're a new show, but when the people first get up in the morning, you know, what's the vibe you want to give people? Well, I want people to be warm, turtleneck, and comfortable sure. watching. Okay. Uh, I want them to um, actually not know what to expect every single day. Uh, I want them to obviously feel like they can come in and be part of a conversation, almost like a, almost like a coffee shop, right? Almost like a diner. You come in in the morning and you yeah. spend time with people you know in the neighborhood and you get mm -hmm. the news of the day. Some people stay longer than others. Right. Some people come in and, you know, they just get their bagel or whatever in a bag and they go fix Mrs. Jones, you know, plumbing, right? Or, or some people come in, they sit at the counter and they talk to their guy like I'm talking to you and they just get caught up on the day. So mm -hmm. that's how I want people to feel about... Uh, that's a lot of different ways show. for people to feel, man. Well, that's, there's a lot of different people out story. there, right? But how do you feel... But have, you used to be on at 10 o'clock. Obviously, nighttime guy, people would go to bed with Don Lemon yeah. and uh, then they'd come over and watch me. And... But how do, how, how do you feel about the... You gotta be up at like three o'clock in the morning. No, now, no, right? no, I'm not up at three o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning? I'm up at uh, four, four fifteen, four thirty. Okay. So. And I'm on at six. All right. Yeah. So I live very close to work on purpose. All right. So <laughs> they just shoot you into the studio on <laughs> so a pneumatic like, tube. In the tube. So like at the, the old bank. The teller. transition hasn't been a problem for the, you. The, listen, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Getting up early is, a, is an issue for me because I have not, I've been working the night shift most of my career. Mm -hmm. And so waking up early, the, the waking up in the morning isn't the issue. It's being alert and staying awake. Mm -hmm. But it's great. I mean, it's staying awake at that hour. Now I'm going to watch. I'm getting... I don't, I, don't I, haven't, I haven't seen the show yet because I do work at night. But uh, I hear very good things. Uh, is that now I'm going to watch to see whether you fall asleep in the middle of a sentence. Oh, it's, not, it's not falling asleep. It's like trying to keep a train of thought and not oh, sure. being grumpy. Sure. Right? from lack of sleep. I mean, mm -hmm. there are some people who are really great morning people, mm -hmm. and they like waking up like my mom every day. She, she texts me, she says, good morning, CNN morning show people, morning show crew, so good to see you. That's lovely. She texted me the day before Thanksgiving and said, I didn't say good morning because I was cooking my Thanksgiving meal, so it's good. My mom tries to wake us all up in the morning. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, I can be a little bit grumpy. I can be a bitch in the morning. <laughs> Interesting. Anybody can relate to that? I'm yeah. sure. Just being honest. I don't know. Uh, so, have you gotten any advice from any of your uh, fellow morning people? Well, uh, the first guest, well, I'll tell you later, was someone who I love very much. Gail. Actually, Gail King, who's often on this show. Sure, sure. I love Gail. CBS Gave me some mornings. advice. CBS Mornings. Gail said, um, you'll never... This is a direct quote. I wish I had my phone. She said, you'll never get used to the hours because they're... This is according to Gail. That's what she says. Sure. She says, but embrace it because this is one of the best jobs in television because you get to wake up. People get to wake up with you, and that is a privilege. Oh, and so I is, think that's great. That is. Um, Quick question, just a little side note. Yeah. On CNN, on CNN, are you allowed to say because you can't say it here? It's basic cable. You can say You can say well. Yeah, you can say <laughs> That's worth it game. right there. You can say anything. I've said, I've said much worse on, on CNN. Mm -hmm. um, and then Brian Gumbel, who's one of my mentors. Oh, that's uh, said, lovely. He said to me, um, two minutes after you're in the shower, it doesn't matter what time it is, whether it's four in the morning, three in the morning, or, you know, nine o'clock or five o'clock, it's yes. all the same. We have to take a quick break, yep. uh, but don't go nowhere, because we'll be right back with more Don Lemon, everybody. Stick around. <laughs> Thank you. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Now, uh, our old buddy, uh, Chris Licht, who used to stand right over there, where uh, we're talking. Who, who is it? Uh, Chris Licht, he's the, he's the CEO oh, right, of right, CNN. Right. He's your boss now. Oh, he's not there anymore. He used to, he used to stand <laughs> right over there. He used to stand right over there and hit the applause sign right yeah. before into commercial. Basically, all his job was. And <laughs> now he's got a really hard job, which, yeah. is, which is running CNN. The word on the street is that you guys aren't allowed to be liberal anymore. Is that, is that the case? I don't think we ever were liberal. What? Yes, I don't think we ever were. That, not me saying that. That's the people out there saying that he's not letting you be liberal anymore. Well, I, listen, I think that I think what Chris is saying is that he wants Republicans, sensible Republicans, he wants us to hold people to account, but he wants people to come on and feel comfortable with coming on and talking on, mm-hmm. on CNN and appearing on, on CNN. So if you invite someone in your house, you want to make them comfortable, but also but the, by the nature of what we do, we have to hold people to account. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going liberal or conservative or whatever. It just means that we are doing what we do, and that's good journalism. So accountable, not confrontational. Um, I think sometimes one must be confrontational. Look, I don't think that a conversation on television should be any different than a conversation in person. Listen, I have, a, I have confrontational conversations with people I love, and I have uncomfortable conversations with people I love, and I think it's necessary. And I think it's also necessary to, 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 to do that on television, on CNN. And then, but you can do that without being vitriolic. I think not being vitriolic is maybe a better, better way of putting it. But you can do that and not have vitriol. And you, as, as people say, you can, be disagree, you can disagree without being disagreeable. And so I think that, you know, that's what our mission is. Um, let's talk about the most important news that happens every year um, when oh the ball God. drops in Times Square. Okay, oh. it's a very important the news networks cover uh, New Year's Eve yeah. because people might think that time had stopped. Right. And <laughs> but if if Anderson and Andy are out there saying yeah. it's midnight, we go, yeah. oh, the time you know continues. Entropy exists. Um, I'm so glad CNN covered this. But this year, you've been out there many many years. I've been, been around. Year. The, you've yeah. been around the you and Gary Tuckman and and various people down in. Yeah. Uh, out in Vegas or around the world. CNN, actually, the great thing about CNN is they cover New Year's Eve starting in Sydney, like all, all over the world. Because the global thing, yeah. this year you guys aren't allowed to drink. Are, 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 how do you feel Orleans. about that? Well, I'm Legally, you have to drink well, in New Orleans. Just, I'm in New Orleans. You could be arrested for not for drinking not in drinking. New Orleans. I am, in, I am from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And so when I, as soon as I step foot off the plane in Louisiana in New Orleans, it's like, darling, hey, you're home. Let's, let me buy you a drink. Sure. So I don't know what the hell I'm going to do this year. Do you have any advice for me? What's your go-to? What's your cocktail? Uh, tequila. 
Would you like a little? Yeah, of table? course. Sure, there you go. There you Boss! Go. There you go. Boss, this is, you know him. He's going to get me, you're going to get me in trouble? He doesn't work here anymore. He can't stop me no, from doing so We do a little bit. We had a little side bit. If I'm going to win or you're going to win. About what? So, Oops, we, obviously, we had a little conversation. You and, and Chris? Yeah. And Before you came over? Yeah, he said, if you talk about me, it'll never make air. Ha! And I said, and he said, because who cares who I am? I said, well, you're a different Chris Lick than you were when you worked here. Yeah, no one cared about him but, when he worked but here. Now, but now, he's a media mogul. Yes. Yes, he's a titan of yeah. the industry. Yes. Mm -hmm. So then, this is, we'll pretend this is New Year's Eve. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year Don! <laughs> Did you just get me fired, Stephen Colbert? I hope so. I hope so. You know, who really, you know who really likes a drink? No. <laughs> Chris Licht. <laughs> you're, I, making this, you're making this really easy for he, me. He's I, gonna, you're loving this, Chris, aren't you? I cannot wait until I talk They're to him. They're telling me to rap over no, there. No, no, let's get... Can we continue to talk about sure, Chris? Sure, talk smack, Woody, So baby. what should I know about what? Chris Licht? What should I know? Give me some advice. Um, I should have done this before I came uh, <laughs> When he was in high school, yeah. he was a radio DJ right. on a classic rock station and went by the, the name The Licked Man. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much more to talk about. I know. But we got to go. You're the best, Stephen. Don, Thank lovely you. to see you. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.